0: Hey fam, hello, 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 family. I'm here with a word, okay. And and this word that I'm bringing, it's gonna be a little different than the rest, cause it's gonna be like I'm giving a testimony, okay. Just stick with me. You won't. You won't see. Um, I just really been in deep thought lately about myself, right? And how the person that I'm so used to has to die, right? And you, you know, we can say the scripture say, "Die to yourself daily." Mm. But I feel like people don't think about the mourning process of you dying to yourself daily. And then, you know, in a sense, you feel like you're losing yourself, but really you are gaining who you are, but still like, it's nothing like that comfort zone of knowing that you're there for yourself, right? Especially when you've had a traumatic life and you know, the only person that you could depend on is yourself. It hits different when now God tells you, to lay all that down. and he be like, uh-uh, lay all that down. Don't conform to the world. It hit different, right? And I just began to just think about how like these last, I want to say more to like three years, child. How I have been grieving. And I never really even realized that I was grieving. I was grieving myself. And I was going through trial after trial after trial. But it's because God was showing me that the way my mindset was wasn't kingdom-like. I was still conforming as hard as I was trying to, you know, do the right thing. My mindset was still different. My mindset wasn't kingdom, right? So I was getting these bad results. Not everything I did, but, you know, a lot of things that I did, I had to, like, snatch things away from me. But it was for my good because this world had buried me right i've been hurt i've been betrayed i've been lied to lied on i've been rejected i've been felt i felt like i wasn't wanted i've been through you know a lot you know people has definitely been through worse but pain is pain right pain bear witness with pain like i know what pain is okay but In that, I began to conform. I realized that in my mind, the way I reacted to pain was that I conformed to it. And all I was doing was burying what was within me. Every, and I'm not sitting here saying I'm perfect. Like this is not no podcast acting like this this is perfect because I'm pretty sure I've caused people pain too. Okay, But what I'm saying is, I had to really realized that I was, I was buried in all the pain and all the hurt that I had conformed. But God, but God, but God, but God, but God, but God, but God. And I began to ask the Lord to teach me, how do I get through this mourning process? How do I even mourn? I don't even understand truly how to mourn, but I know that these last three years have been full of grief because I I have died. I'm dying. I was dying. Listen, to I'm still dying. <laughs> I'll be dying. i take my last breath for real, for real. My last, last will, My last earthly breath. I'm going to be dying. But each time that I died or something i'm like lord i need you to teach me how to how to mourn it and how to truly heal from the just brokenness of losing yourself like i don't know if you've ever experienced what i'm saying to you but when you lose yourself right first it's the process of losing yourself and you're just not being who you are right and then it's a process of losing yourself to gain who you really are so, you know, if I was used to, I'm a person, I'm very, um, I have my times where I'm very outspoken. So when I read the Bible and it says you're slow, slow to speak, it's hard. You, I, I have to read that part of not always having something to say as just an example. And it's like, it's easier said than done. Like I, you can read the Bible and you can be like, okay, the Bible says that, um, Jesus said, "It's better to, to pluck your eye out enter the kingdom of heaven with one eye." Like, don't literally pluck your eye out, child. But he just saying it's better to enter the kingdom of heaven with one eye than it is to enter hell with two. Okay, but when you really think about getting, like, not not lusting, not using your eyes to commit sin, when you first are coming. Into the kingdom, you know, you you begin to feel like you're losing everything because you're just like I know that that was probably wasn't a good one, but that's the first thing I thought about was like just plucking your eye out. When you first enter the kingdom, it's so hard because you beat yourself up. But I'm here to tell you, don't beat yourself up. Ask God to meet you in that moment, child. Mm. Because he will do it. Like I truly, truly, truly can tell you boldly how in Matthew, what is it, Matthew 5? Where he says, I'm going to take you to Let's go to Matthew 5. It's the Beatitudes, right? And this is one thing I know for sure. I know this thing for certain. Verse 4. God blesses those who mourn, for they will be comforted. I can tell you that that scripture is the truth. That verse right there is the truth. That verse right there is the truth because God has been there for me. When I didn't even have words to speak. Lord, I am not about to cry, child. Before I started this, I had already told the Lord, I was to try to cry today, okay? So, we're going to try to get through this thing without crying. But it is so hard not to cry when you talk about Jesus, child, because he's good. But I remember just feeling so alone, like nobody understood me. Nobody nobody was, was in the suffering with me. I just felt like I was just thrown into the fire by myself. I felt like um, I was just watching everybody else live their life, and I just had this dark cloud over me felt like I was being misunderstood. But God, he showed me that in my morning, he always was there to comfort me. When I tell you, all I had left to keep me going was Jesus. When I had felt like I had nothing else to live for, the only thing that kept me going was Jesus. Hmm, child, listen, let me tell you something. It's times where I didn't even feel like I had him, but he made it known that he was there. Mm. Even in my past, when I'm like, Lord, I was just, I I just lived a life that I didn't care about you. Like, it it chokes me up, and I'm going to get this out, but, like, he showed me he still was there. When I've seen people do things that I've done, and their life is no longer here, I just be like, God, like, he he just shows me he was there, people have did half, half of the things that I've done, and God still chose me, like, it just, oh, girl, it do something to me, child, it do something to me, because, but God, And I really wanted to come on here and tell you that, sis, you got to mourn. You got to grieve. You got to allow yourself to feel those emotions. But bring it back to God and let him minister to you through those emotions. You know? A lot of times you just be like, I'm healed, I'm healed, I'm healed. But really, you still holding on to that pain, God wants you to truly be set free. He don't want you to conform no more. The world teaches you to act out when you got pain. The world teaches you ways to try to conceal it, whether it's drugs, alcohol, food, sex, whatever, whatever, whatever is your thing, right? You try to, you try to, um... Oh, money, child. Money is a big one too. People try to just buy everything, buy their happiness, but money can't make you happy. But God wants you just to lay everything down to show you that can't nothing fill you the way he fills you. Can't nothing can't can't nothing work for you like he can work for you. Can't nothing remove that trauma like he can remove that trauma. I remember it was just some things that I went through that I felt like I was never going to get through no matter what. And when I tell you, I looking back now that I'm out the fire, child, I'm looking back and I'm seeing them flames that once consumed me. I see that they haven't harmed me. All I can do is rejoice. Mm, so that takes me to Ecclesiastes, child. God is so good. I want to take you Ecclesiastes chapter 3. And it says for everything, there is a season, a time for every activity under the sun, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to harvest, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to tear down and time to build up, a time to cry and a time to laugh, a time to grieve and a time to dance. And in my prayer time, the Lord, he just spoke to me. He said, listen, you got to dance. He said, embrace this. Embrace this new version of you. Embrace her because she's here to stay. All that pain that I went through was for a purpose, child. Did it feel good in the pain? No. Was it worth it? Yes. Yes. I could go back and change anything, What I? know, Because I couldn't sit here and tell you I know Jesus the way I know him if I didn't go through it, how I went through it, child. So the other night, the Lord um, was talking to me about butterflies. And, you know, the butterfly, goes in, the ca- caterpillar goes into the cocoon, is isolated, right? So sometimes it was past. But one thing I found very interesting is that when a caterpillar begins to break free from the cocoon, right? The cocoon, it appears to look like it's stuck. You see it fighting with the cocoon. Mm, child, it be fighting. But what it said is you don't help a butterfly when you see it fighting. Mm -mm, You don't help it because if you help the butterfly, it can never fly. That fight is to strengthen the wings of the butterfly. So in them times where you're like, God, where are you? Do you hear me? Do you see me? Why are you leaving me here? Why are you allowing these things to happen? I'm here to tell you, God is saying, I'm just letting your wings Get strengthened. Mm, I'm just I'm just allowing this fight to strengthen you. I'm not gonna let it go too far. I know what you can take. Mm. A lot of you you don't realize that you are as strong as you are because you be in it going through it, and you're just like, Lord, I can't take it. But day after day after day after day, you 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 still stand there. Even in them days where the enemy lying to you and telling you that you're defeated, you came out of that day victorious because you're still 10 toes deep. you still here. you still standing. You still are trying to, to get things right with God. You're still trying to, um, what's the word I'm looking for, Lord? You're still seeking first the kingdom. You're not defeated. You are victorious. That is what you gotta start realizing, because sometimes that pain will blind you, child. All you can see is pain. But I'm telling you, the struggle is only to strengthen you. You might feel like people just standing there watching, but it's because God wants them to see you come out as beautiful as you are. Like you, like you gotta watch it. Like go on YouTube and watch it. It looked nasty. I ain't going to lie. One, number one, I really don't like butterflies anyway. I think they're weird looking like when you really look at them, but that's that's a that's that's just, you know, whatever. <laughs> I don't go topic. But you know the color of a butterfly is beautiful, but the actual like insect part about it, ugh, like the body, no. The wings they cute, but the body, mm-mm, I ain't with that. But like when a butterfly come out, you see the beauty of it cuz you're just like, "Wow, look at the color." wow, look at it fly. You're looking at the battle like, mm, I don't know if that cocoon about the, I don't know if you're going to get out. But then you see the strength. You see the, the boldness that the butterfly doesn't give up. And that is what God is doing with you. People are going to just look at you and be like, wow. I remember seeing you fight. I remember looking like Looking like you were going to overcome, that you were going to succumb and not overcome. People thought you were going to succumb to your circumstances. But they're going to say, wow, look at you. But God, God gonna get the glory. But God, because I know, listen, when you look at the butterfly, I'm like, but God. Because pain is necessary. When you go through things that cause you pain. When you come out on the other side, you are a different person. You realize that you are way stronger than you think. You realize that truly no weapon formed against me shall prosper. You really begin to realize that you are above and not beneath. That you are the head and not the tail. That nothing will injure you. When you're going through the storm. You begin to see that the word of God causes it to be still. That's what it is child. And. I just wanted to just come here and talk about that. Because I really felt like it was going to bless somebody. Because it's a new era we are going into. And this area is called beauty. Mm, child. It's called beauty. And one thing I feel like makes beauty beauty is when you see it from start to finish. Mm, child, listen. When you get to see the struggle the ashes and then you look again and you're just like wow that's what that made oh wow <laughs> i saw the flames i saw the fire but wow mm. but this is what this is what it this is what it made you have been refined as gold as refined and now you're about to see yourself just shine. You're about to see the glory of God rise over you. You're about to see with all this pain and this pushing and these intense contractions, you are about to see this baby that God has put in your spiritual womb. Child, you've just been on this table pushing And pushing and pushing and going through the pain and pushing and pushing, and now it's time for you just to rest. And I'm telling you, when you rest, that baby gonna come out. I don't know if a lot of you know, but your baby gonna come out regardless if you push or not, because your body is naturally doing what it's supposed to do. I mean, the pushing is helping. But your body is just naturally going to push that baby out. So what I'm telling you to do is surrender to God. One thing I think about when I talk about just the pain and surrendering is Jesus. I'm sorry, I be pausing y'all because I really am getting like my eyes is burning because I want to cry. But I'm going to get through this, okay? Okay. I think about Jesus on the cross. And I know he was in pain, but it wasn't pain that he deserved. It was our pain. Mm-hmm. He endured it. And one thing Jesus did, he still trusted God in the pain. Because he said, the Bible says he gave up the goal. He said, Father, I entrust my spirit into your hands. He gave up the ghost, child. And that's what I want you to do. I want you to say, Father, I put my life, I put my spirit, I put my soul into your hands. I entrust it into your hands. And watch what he does. We have to remember Jesus was fully human and fully God. The human side of Jesus had a promise from God that he was going to raise from the dead. (laughs) Jesus bore that cross with a promise. Just as you have been bearing your cross, you know that God says that one day he will restore you. One day he will strengthen you. One day he will heal you. And that's what you've been holding on to is that day to come. And I'm telling you, the moment you just give it to God and you say, Lord, I I just place all of this into your hands. I surrender it. Take it. Watch what happened on that third day, child. Watch what happens. Watch what happens. Okay. But I understand that you're wrestling with your flesh. I understand it. I'm human. I get it. But what I'm saying is when you begin to bring God's word into the battle, mm, because you ain't fighting no carnal battle. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal. We use God's mighty weapons, not these worldly weapons, to demolish the strongholds of human reasoning. You have to capture your rebellious thoughts and make them obedient to Christ. And I say that because I know it. And I understand it because I've been through it and I go through it. God might say something to you that makes no sense. But you got to destroy that, that that stronghold in your mind of your human reasoning. You got to capture that rebellious thought. And you got to make it obedient to what God said. God said he's bringing me through. I don't know when. I don't know how. I don't even know what day. Okay, I don't know. But what I do know is God gave me a promise. So I captured this rebellious thought in the name of Jesus. Everybody else gave up on me. Everybody else turned their back on me. But God said he would never leave me nor forsake me. So I will not let loneliness take root here because I know God is with me. He's my refuge. He's my shelter. You're not by yourself. And I could tell you it because I've suffered with him. I'm sorry, I dropped my phone. I've suffered with him. And I take you to uh, Philippians chapter 3. Child, I'm going to read it from verse 1. It says, The priceless value of knowing Christ. Oh, right there. That title is a banger. Because when I tell you, I lost everything to realize that having a relationship with Jesus is is way worth more than I ever lost. <laughs> everything I lost is nothing compared to when I can come to him, whether I'm happy, sad, angry, depressed, if I got anxiety, child. You know how many, oh, right there. I'm going to have to st- stop right here for a second. You know how many times I've had an anxiety attack and all I had was God? All I had was to go to him in times that I was filled with worry and with fear. And do you know what he gave me? He gave me peace. Oh, child, he was heart racing, mind racing, body feeling like I'm about to die. But you know who gave me peace? Jesus Christ, my Lord, my Savior, my, my king child, <laughs> he gave me peace that surpassed all my understandings. I know I've talked to you about it before, but like, you know, even times when I would like get them and I would be so afraid. So I would like, let me go to my mom's house and let me let her check my blood pressure. Cause I feel like my blood pressure just bumping. Right. And I remember just driving the car. And at that time, I think I lived like 45 minutes away from my mom. I think. Like driving the car, not feeling like I was in my own body, but the Lord was still there with me saying, you're going to be okay. And I'm like, how? I don't feel like I'm going to be okay. But let me tell you something. <laughs> he a man of his word. Okay. He, he not going to lie to you. And I'm okay. I'm strong. I'm victorious because of the fight. I know that I'm a I'm a force to be reckoned with because I'm the daughter of the king I'm no longer living a life that I'm just giving my birthright up for some stew because I'm hungry no longer am I sitting here not not living like I'm the 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 daughter of the king I'm a whole queen in these streets you feel me but I had to go through the battle to realize it. I had to go through the battle to realize I had the authority, that I had dominion, that when when I speak the word of God, and I tell these, these demonic spirits to flee from me. They got to go in the name of Jesus because I stepped into my identity. I stepped into the identity of Christ Jesus. Let me tell you something. So if it wasn't for the battle, I could have never known how victorious I was. I couldn't have known that I am a force. I couldn't have known that. So I rejoice. And I'm praying that you begin to see that in yourself, that you are truly, the Bible says you are more, more than a conqueror. So you're just not a conqueror. You more than a conqueror. The Bible says the righteous are as bold as a lion. That means you're bold. That means that When people see you, you shift the atmosphere. People know that you are in your identity. Okay? Because we already know the lion is the king of the jungle. Okay? So that means when when a lion step on the scene, everybody start looking around and, and being like, oh, snap, he here. What he about to do? That's how God wants you to start walking boldly. Walk in knowing that you're the queen of the jungle. Okay? It says whatever happens my dear brothers and sisters rejoice in the Lord. I never get tired of telling you these things and I will do it to safeguard your faith. Watch out for those dogs, those people who do evil, those mutilators who say you must be circumcised to be saved, for we know for we who worship by the Spirit of God are the ones who are truly circumcised. We rely on what Christ Jesus has done for us. We put no confidence in human effort. Though I could have confidence in my own effort if anyone could, indeed, if others have <clears throat> excuse me, if others have reason for confidence in their own efforts, I have even more. I was circumcised when I was eight days old, and I'm a pure-blooded citizen of Israel, and a member of the tribe of Benjamin, a real Hebrew, if there ever was one. I was a member of the Pharisees who demanded the strictest obedience to the Jewish law. <clears throat> excuse me. I was so zealous that I, harshly, that I harshly persecuted the church. And so for righteousness, I obeyed the law without fault. I once thought these things were valuable. But now I consider them worthless because of what Christ has done. Yes, everything else is worthless when compared with the infinite value of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. Can I tell you something real quick before I keep going? You can be happy with God, have joy, but I'm telling you, it's nothing better than suffering with Christ. I feel like in the suffering, you really get a deeper revelation. In the suffering, you get a better understanding. I'm, I I I really truly believe this because I've been there. And like I of course I want my joy. Like I want my double portion, okay? But I can say I know him because I've suffered with him. I know he's faithful. Because I had I, it was times I was in lack that I can't forget about him in abundance. Because I remember that's when he showed himself in the lack. When I didn't know when the next thing was coming. When I didn't know if I was even going to have my sound mind. I didn't know if I was going to be sane. Okay. That's how I knew him. When when he spoke into my storm and said, peace be still. Ooh, child. That's how I know him, child. The blessings is good, okay. The 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 table that he prepares for you is is good, okay. That thing good, but what I'm saying is that's not all that it's about. People want to see you feasting, but they ain't see you when you was hungry. People want to see you, you know, when when you got the royal robe on. But where was they at when you was in the rags? People see the sandals in the ring but they ain't see you when you was barefooted and, and and had nothing to show and what I'm saying to you is you gotta just know what you and God got because people always gonna want to talk people always gonna have something to say but you know what you and God got nobody was sitting with you in the pit Nobody, everybody forgot about you when you was in prison. But when you go to the palace, remember, remember what you got. got. That's what makes the palace so good. Cause you remember the pit. You remember the prison. You, you, you remember being lied on. You remember being betrayed. You remind, you remember just being broken. That's what makes the palace so good. It's not really the blessings. It's the fact that I remember the pit, And now I'm sitting in the palace. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you the truth. For his sake, I have discarded everything else, counting all as garbage so that I could gain Christ and become one with him. I no longer count on my own righteousness through obeying the law. Rather, I become righteous through faith in Christ. For God's way of making us right with Himself depends on faith. I want to know Christ and experience the mighty power that raised Him from the dead. I want to suffer with Him, sharing in His death, so that one way or another I will experience the resurrection from the dead. Child, I want to experience the mighty power. Oh God. That resurrected Christ from the grave. But in order to experience it. I gotta die. (laughs) I gotta die. You gotta die if you want to experience it. But is it worth it? Is this death worth it? Is. Is. Is metamorphosis worth it? I believe it is, because I want to know him. It's not about the things; it's about I want to know him. I want to follow him. I want him to just lead me. I want my life to be a living testimony. I want my life to be an example of what God can do if you just surrender. I just want people to look at me and be like, I know God is with her. That's my true desire. It's not, oh, house car, husband, all that. It's not that. That's not good. I ain't saying I don't want that. But I want people to look at me and be like, that's a child of God right there. That that is the daughter of the king. I know she is. Her just the way she walked into a room is different. Just the way that she captivates the mind of the people when she speaks is different. I just want people to see God's resurrection power in my life. And not by my own righteousness, but by the righteousness of Christ. I just want you to know that I believed, I believe him. I got faith in him. That's what I want to be known for, that she had faith in God, that she wasn't even afraid to lay down her life. That's what I want. That's what I want. That's what I want. In the mighty name of Jesus. Pressing toward the goal. I don't mean to say that I have already achieved these things or that I have already reached perfection. But I press on to possess that perfection which Christ Jesus first possessed me no brothers and sisters i have not achieved it but i focus on this one thing forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead i press on to reach the end of the race and receive the heavenly prize for which god through christ jesus is calling us let all... that was my sister she called me my bed, <laughs> my babe, i'm gonna start right here let all who are spiritually mature agree on these things If you disagree on some points, I believe God will make it plain to you. But we must hold on to the progress we have already made. Dear brothers and sisters, pattern your life after mine and learn from those who follow our example. For I have told you often before, and I say it again with tears in my eyes, that there are many whose conduct shows they are really enemies of the cross. They are headed for destruction. Their God is their appetite. They brag about shameful things, and they think only about this life here on earth. But we are citizens of heaven, where the Lord Jesus Christ lives, and we are eagerly waiting for him to return as our Savior. He will take our weak, mortal bodies and change them into glorious bodies like his own, using the same power with which he will bring everything under his control. My God, my God, my God. (sighs) So family desire the cross is what I want to tell you desire it i don't I don't want to live this life as jade. I want to be within her beauty. I want to be the daughter of the king. I want to glorify God. I want people to see God in everything i do i want I want everything that I touch to be blessed so you can be blessed, you know. I don't want to live a life that's all about me, me, me. But I want to live a life that's about Christ, Christ, Christ. You feel me? Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. That's what I want to live a life about. I want to preach the gospel boldly because I want to see people set free. I don't want to see people held captives. So I just pray that God just blows his breath on me. On you, on my ministry, on your ministry. I just pray that in the name of Jesus. Because I know my God is more than able and I know he's willing. I know if he just touches it, it will be blessed. And I pray that God just touches your heart. I pray that all will be well with your soul. I pray that you will be blessed. I pray that you begin to see yourself as Christ sees you. In the name of Jesus. And just know, have this in your heart that I'm resurrecting. Say that to yourself over and over, or I'm resurrecting. When you're sitting there in that situation, I'm resurrecting. When you feel alone, when you feel betrayed, when you feel like you relied on, I'm resurrecting. This is my cross. I embrace this cross. And that's what I pray for you in the name of Jesus. So I'm going to let you go, okay? But just know that I love you so, 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 so much. But most importantly, Jesus loves you. Bye.